0: This is the NFL show to be named later. Mm, Football and whatever you call it with them gargantuans. Starring TJ Weber, Zach Zook, and Big Web. Brought to you by Brews on the Balcony.
1: <laughs> Week number 10 of the NFL is here. 2018 19 season. Oh my goodness. We're past halfway. TJ Weber, Zach Zook here with you. Big Web not on the phone today, but of course we have his expert picks on his way, including uh, all our hot takes and everything from the previous week in Week 9 and also our big-time picks for Week 10. And, Zach, it's not an easy week, the upcoming no. week. Maybe our toughest of the entire season.
0: The, yeah, the, the spreads are not friendly this week. Big, Absolutely Web, big Web not on the phone, but you're in my heart, Big Web, if you're listening to this.
1: <laughs> you're in my heart, Big Web, also in everybody else's hearts. What a week last week for us! Oh my God, Zach. yeah, we I mean, smoked it. Unbelievable! You and me tied for the top on the uh, what do you call it? The panel that's that's the word. The panel, and also against the listeners, yeah. you and me both get ten wins on the week. How 10. it should be? How it should be? The experts should get the better half <laughs> of the picks. Uh, we absolutely dominate last week, which now puts me back at the top. The king is back. Yeah, there you go. Seventy total wins on the year. Uh Big Web in second with 67. He got 6 total last week. Kind of an odd uh, you know, week for him. But the big story is Zach Zook <laughs> back in the mix, back from the dead. After being dead on yeah. the ground, not moving, and he's back one of Big Web with 66, yeah. four back of the lead. I mean, you got to be feeling good.
0: Yeah, these last couple of weeks have gone pretty well for me. We do a pick 'em outside of this. I where you just pick the games. I won this past weekend. Nice. I picked picked I think I got Redskins game wrong. I, they didn't they didn't win for me. They got they got blown out. You were all over that by the way. That was a nice pick by Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very so, much. But uh I think that was the only one I met I missed. I had the Titans and they got it done for me. So yeah, it was a pretty good week. Won like thirty bucks.
1: It was a good week. Good week overall. Uh locks of the week wise. We go back to last week. We all hit. I mean three and zero. I mean, Congratulations to all of us. I mean, huge.
0: I, I felt like all three of our locks were going to hit. Yeah. Those, I liked yours and Big Web's both. Did you have Steelers or did you have Bills?
1: I had Pittsburgh. He had Chicago. Yeah, so. I liked
0: yours a little bit more than Big Webb's just because I trust the Steelers more than the Bears at this point. Agreed. But yeah, I thought those were all solid picks and I was not surprised at all to see them all hit.
1: So and good for us. Absolutely. So uh, Bears were minus five and a half. Killed. I mean, absolutely, just destroyed the Buffalo Bills. I was surprised at that. That final was too. Score. Like, I know, I mean, over dude, 40 points. So yeah. What was the final score in that one? Actually, they, dude, they boat raced them. It was like, oh, I gotta find it
0: now. That but was a local bad. game we had, right? I believe so. Yeah, we I got- think it was. And I was like waiting for Fox to just to, like, change it, take this shit off my TV. Oh, it was so. They-
1: Forty-one to nine, final score. Forty-one Jeez, to nine.
0: And usually they'll switch to like bonus coverage or whatever. They'll take it off if it's a blowout. Forty-one <sighs> to nine, and they never changed it. That was brutal. That was not great.
1: Brutal. So uh, Big Web gets that one. Zach takes the Chargers plus one and a half, and I took the Steelers plus three and a half. That puts me at four and four in the year. Big Web moves to six and three on locks, and the king of locks is at seven and two. Zach Zook, seven and two. I mean, my
0: God, man. I'm on quite a roll. I think at one point we'd have to rewind it. I think I was two and two. Is remember. that right? I can't I, remember. I didn't this, get off This the is what I don't do.
1: I don't do homework, so I, I have no idea. <laughs> well, me, but,
0: I, I have no idea either. <laughs> I know I haven't lost in a good month or so, which means I'm probably coming back down to earth with this tough slate we got. But
1: still, I mean, you got to ride it while you can't. Seven and two. I mean, you're on a streak right now. Well,
0: the moment when I realized it, it got pretty real was when Big Web goes, he goes, who's your lock this week? <laughs> It's like I might have to put some action on the Chargers. And I was I like, "Oh, you. dude, I, I'm gonna lose you money. Like you better, you better not." After he jinx know, you, yeah. I have to. I should have asked him earlier today if, if he did he, it. If he actually did it, he might have he done did.
1: it. He might have done it because you're on fire. Play with Zach Zuck. I'm telling you, his lock of the week seven and two. I think he have won like five straight. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you were two two to start out.
0: I, I I know I didn't get off to the best of starts in our our picks or the locks. So I, yeah, I'm I'm figuring it out a little bit. The, these I I can find one spread I like, and typically t- the last month, now knock on wood, but the last month they they've been good to me.
1: So uh, overall, locks for the the table were seventeen and nine. 17-9. to 9. That's pretty good. Not too bad combined. So uh, well, that's I'm, I'm bringing us
0: down with four four losses. But overall. Math majors here, that's almost, you know, were double the wins.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's how math works. You double a number and you <laughs> get another number. Yeah. Numbers. Love numbers.
0: Uh, so uh, we, we last
1: week was a good week for everybody. A lot of listeners, too. I mean, shout out to you to listeners. I mean, me and Zach got 10 wins. Zach, including you and me, there were seven people in the pick'em. That had ten that had wins. 10? Wow! Seven that had ten wins. So me, Andrew Sherping, Jordan Shrimp, Kevin McClory, Matt Jamison, Tammy Wrestler, and Zach all with ten wins. Good on you, listeners. What are we, we going to call
0: our listeners, by the way? What are we going to call them? Yeah, like everybody has like you know HQ. They're the HQDs. Well, I think part of my takes got the AWLs. I,
1: I think we need to name ourselves before we, uh, you know. Yeah. Before we name our fans, <laughs> because we are still the uh, pro football show to be named later. That is the
0: name now, though, isn't it? It
1: is its is the name, okay. but it's it, also an inside joke, I guess. But we're yeah, going to name it by next it's year. Just, it's just a bit at this point. Maybe we'll beat assholes and like, name it the last week. Like the yeah. Super Bowl week, yeah, we'll great. name it. Welcome yes. into whatever cool name we come up with. And you're like, nice. okay, sick, guys.
0: Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I actually kind of like that. And then switch the name. like That'll be the last show. Then we'll switch it the next switch year. Switch it the
1: next year. So just one name for one show. <laughs> I like it. I don't mind it.
0: Not great for branding. Or no, reco- not at name all. Recognition, no, can't make whatever. any
1: t-shirts or anything. Maybe it's... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. So tied for eighth. This I would say second. But because so many people are tied for first. You jump to eighth. Tied for eighth was Blake Stump, Colby Wedwick, and Zach Daly with nine. GG Evans, Joe Knoll, and Laura Weber with eight. Kyle Stump, and Mark Hessler Come in with seven. So the current standings with the listeners, with the panel, with everything. Blake Stump and Zach Daly both tied last week. They were also tied last week for the entire thing. They both get nine. So they are in first place tied with 74 points. At third, you have Colby Wedwick right there knocking on the door with 73. Tied for fourth. Look out, baby. T.J. Weber with 70. (laughs) Jordan Shrimp and Matt Jameson also tied with me at 70. Mark Hessler and Tammy Ressler tied at seventh with 69. Tony Weber Big Web at sixty-seven. He's in ninth, and Zach Zook in the top ten, baby. There we He's go. Got Sixty-six wins.
0: Back from the dead. And remember when Big Web, like two or three weeks ago, was like objects are closer than they may appear. Yeah, okay. I'm coming for Big Web now. Coming I'm for right Big behind him. It.
1: Absolutely, it's going to be fun. This is going to be a fun last few weeks. I say last few weeks. It's getting kind of sad. I Dude, mean, it
0: is. I'm glad we picked the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Oh that's yeah. like an extension. because keep going. Week seventeen is going to be here before we know it. See,
1: man. we'll have to make some more content either have a shorter show or make more content because we will have so many games to pick and talk about but that's true we're an entertaining people who knows we could we could make a fun show we could fill
0: like hours hell yeah (laughs) sure absolutely we can do
1: whatever we want so maybe we'll have like certain playoff segments you know and we'll we'll throw some different stuff into it break the
0: games down more in depth hell yeah
1: hell yeah so it'll be a lot of fun so with that being said let's move into week 10 and as we mentioned, man, I mean, well, first of all, any any Week 9 things you want to talk about, the big thing that happened into Week 10, at the end of Week 9, Des Bryant signs with the New Orleans Saints, yeah. the best team in the NFL who took down the Rams, first team to beat the Rams this season, and they get Des Bryant. Your thoughts on uh, the signing?
0: So I missed, like, the ground zero of that signing. I, like, got home from work and was checking Twitter at, like, 5 or 6, and it's like, oh, De- Des Bryant signed today. Interesting, yeah. It's, it's kind of weird because... Everybody's been has stayed away from him. I mean, yeah, I don't know like why a, that is. It's like a cancer. And so all of a sudden now you want to bring him into a, a team that's rolling. You just beat the Rams. I don't know why you'd want to mess with that because yeah. I don't think Dez has really changed. I think maybe he's humbled a little bit because he realized. Shit, nobody wants me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not. Maybe, maybe I'm not that good. But they do need a a number two across from Michael Thomas, and it'll be interesting to see how he gets into the fold there i would imagine it's more for the kind of that stretch run into the playoffs i doubt you'll see him make a huge impact until about maybe a couple weeks from now but right i thought it was just weird to in a word i thought it was a little weird what did you think of it honestly
1: i don't mind it because i this tells me and i think this is obvious if a team seven and one but that the saints are going for it like they're going for it they know drew Brees is not on the way out. I mean, it mean, looks like Tom Brady. He just is ageless the way he's throwing the ball right now. But he's amazing. they know his his time's coming, and they want to try to win one more time before his his career is over. So, in my opinion, this is in a different way from what you said. This is a no risk play. I mean, you bring in a guy that has been known as a locker room cancer before, but he's a hell of an athlete. And if you you don't have any other receivers, mainly besides Michael Thomas, you have Benjamin Watson at tight end that's been stepping up a little bit. You got little guys here and there that like to have some certain games, but before. You know, Des comes in. You rely on Michael Thomas in your backfield. You know, Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara. If they don't have big games, Drew Brees can do everything he can. But that defense sometimes isn't so good to stop everybody. So that being said, Des brings that pressure off Thomas, which could open him up more. Yeah, he's a weapon himself, which could give a lot of defense some woes. That offense already gives. You saw the Rams defense get some woes I and mean, yeah. give up a ton of points in the first half last week. But also in the fact that, in my opinion. It's not bad enough where Des is going to come in and shake everything up. I think Breeze is a good enough leader. He has enough respect. Sean Payton's a good enough head coach. Where if Des would come in and like screw everything up, he'd be gone. Like they right. literally just like send him on his way. Like all right, we tried. See you later. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I really think they would be okay in three weeks of an experiment if they lose one or two games and he's just terrible, or even if they win all three and he's just still not good in the locker room. Just drop them. What you don't you don't lose anything. Might as well add a big time athlete. Who cares?
0: Right. And they signed him to one year deal. You make a actually a really good point because the whole Kamara Ingram thing, while it's still been very effective, has not been as effective because what teams are doing is they're basically loading the box and then doubling Michael Thomas. Right. So now you really can't do that. It, it it works in two ways for you. It helps free up Michael Thomas, like you mentioned, but hopefully it pulls guys out of the box because. In addition to what Michael Thomas and Camarian Ingram bring, Des, like you said, still has I think something left in the tank. Th- I don't think, think he's so. a number one. Yeah. No, but he, he's he's a solid guy to play across from that. And DeBreeze can get him the football. He's still a really good red zone threat too. I think he absolutely can, he can go get a jump ball with anybody. And so it's interesting. And and there's a point. There's something to be said too. I think for. Bringing a guy into a seven and one team because you have the culture there, and a lot of the times it's easier to bring one bad apple into a culture that's already good. I mean, we saw the Rams do this, and it's it's worked for them for the most part. They bring in Sue, uh, Keep Talib, Marcus Peters, some guys with some checkered backgrounds, and and for the most part, it's worked out pretty well for them because they exactly, yeah. already had the culture in the leadership with Goff and Gurley.
1: Your thoughts are welcome. 314 877 8597. Zach making some great points, obviously, about the Des Bryant situation. Your thoughts are always welcome on the voicemail inbox, or you can always tweet us at Balcony Bruce Pod. We are a. Uh, I don't want to say sister broadcast or sister. I just don't like the sister. I mean, we're, we're under we're, the umbrella. Yeah, we can be a brother. I mean, we're all guys. Like you can't call <laughs> us sisters. We're not girls.
0: Brother podcast. Uh, brother brother
1: podcast of <laughs> Bruise on the Balcony. Uh, we're all in the under the umbrella. There we go. Under the umbrella of the Bruise on the Balcony podcast family. So follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're the Bruise Boys. We're the Bruise Boys. Sure. Yeah. Bruise. Bruise Bros. <laughs> bruise Bros. Boys, yeah, something like that. Bruce bros. Bruce bros. All right, we move into uh, Week 10. Let's start out with Thursday night. Probably the best Thursday night game we've seen in a bit. Uh, my team, I'm very upset at this because I'm in another pool where you pick four teams against the spread, and every week my go-to look matchup is Carolina because they, they've been so fun to watch and because a lot of times they're getting points, even though I think they have a better team. This situation, uh, I, I don't take Thursday night games because, Zach, the pool that I'm in, if you lose one, You're out. So if I lose Thursday, my Sunday is screwed. So my Sunday is no fun anymore. Yeah, I would never pick a Thursday game. Yeah, absolutely not. So uh, for that instance, I won't take them in that. However, the Carolina Panthers are getting four and a half points. Pittsburgh hosting. This is going to be a fun game to watch, but it scares me. I think that Carolina is good enough to cover this game because I think it's going to be so close and such a good game back and forth. It'll be a three point 24 21, 27 24 type game where Carolina will probably come out on top, you'd think. But I could also see Pittsburgh coming away on top. Either way, to me, it's going to be a three-point contest. So Carolina getting 4.5 is a big spread. I mean, yeah. I thought 3.5 would be pushing it. 2.5 would have been more ideal for me. But they're giving Pittsburgh's home field advantage a lot of of a lot of, uh, gusto there. They're you know, giving them a lot of, a lot of respect to yeah, give Carolina 4.5. So yeah. I'm going to take the Panthers. I have a feeling it'll be a field goal game, and that's the only reason I'm taking uh, Carolina in this one. And just because I think they're as good, if not better, than Pittsburgh, so yep, give
0: me the Panthers. Well, the NFC has been better than the AFC, and the Panthers are one of those teams. Like I feel like the Redskins for me, I for whatever reason I have them pegged pretty much every week. Mm-hmm. The Panthers for you, I feel like you have them pegged pretty well. Mm-hmm. However, I'm I, I can't listen to you, man. I wow. I think I think the Steelers are going to win. I do. I think that Thursday night
1: cover four and a half too.
0: Yeah, I think so. I wow. I, I think that. Heinz Field in prime time is a tough place to play. I don't. I don't playing in Pittsburgh at night, man. That's difficult. Mm-hmm. And the Pittsburgh Steelers defense has been playing well the last three or four weeks this season. I can't remember what the stat was. I want to say it was three straight games now they've held the opposition under 20 points or something like that and Mm -hmm. that's that's big for the Steelers who have had a Swiss cheese defense for the last couple years especially since losing a Ryan Shazier in that horrific injury against Cincinnati last season I like the Panthers I think that they're going to be a lock playoff team their record says that and I think they have the personnel Cam Newton and North Turner's offense has looked pretty good so far. However, I just think that the Steelers at home in this instance, I think they're too strong. They're they're a wagon on offense, and their defense has been playing well. These Thursday night games are a little weird, so I'm not super comfortable about it. But, hey, I got to take one. I'm going to take the Steelers.
1: Alright, so Zach goes with the Steelers. I don't hate that pick. Like I said, I'm not like completely locked in. This is why I will not make Carolina a lock because it's it's in Pittsburgh, and that changes right. everything. If Pittsburgh was going to Carolina and Carolina, for some reason, which the spread would be different, but if they were still getting four and a half at home, I, I'm guessing you would change your mind, probably. has a lot to do with it being in Pittsburgh. Right. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. If
0: this game's in Carolina, I'm picking Carolina. Okay. I mean, depending on the spread, but yeah. I think Carolina wins this game at home. I, the whole, I think, I, a little bit for me too. I feel like that whole NFC South division does not travel well. Mm-hmm. I don't I hardly I find myself hardly ever picking the Falcons, Panthers and Saints on the road. I yeah. just very rarely do.
1: All right, so Zach goes with Pittsburgh and me and Big Webb going with the Carolina Panthers. Next up, move to a noon contest on Sunday. The first noon contest we have uh, if my computer will go ahead and click on the button, I will be able to tell you what the <laughs> matchup is. Zach, so give a hot take, real quick.
0: Hey, well, I got the, I got the schedule pulled up, so I'm gonna save you. It's Jets and Bills. Jets are at home, and they are favored by seven and a half.
1: Seven and a half points. New York Jets minus seven and a half, but against Buffalo. Uh, again, Nathan Peterman. Apparently, I don't know what they're drinking over there in Buffalo, or what yeah, they're so thinking. He, is he
0: starting again? I, I guess. I, I don't know. I,
1: what happened to Josh Allen? Is he out for the year?
0: I don't know. Like I don't. <laughs> sorry, Bills Mafia. I don't really give a shit about I mean, your football. Yeah, no one, <laughs> no one cares. But like,
1: no matter what, even if Josh Allen will start this game, the Jets they they suck too. But they're not as bad as Buffalo. Buffalo's so bad. Buffalo no. got Buffalo got forty one points put on them by you know by the Bears. I know it was a couple of defensive touchdowns, and Bears are great defense. But that shows you how bad Peterman, how blows. bad Peterman is, and how bad the Bills are moving the football if yeah. they can move the football. However. The Jets are 0 and 3 in the last 3 weeks, getting beat pretty bad. 37-17 yeah, to Minnesota, 24-10 to Chicago, and then last week not getting beat bad, but losing to Miami and only scoring 6 points. 13 to 6 the final score. But ugly totally game. But this is their comeback, okay? They play a lot better at home. Before that game against Minnesota, they beat Denver 34-16. They put 42 points on Indianapolis. They're a different team at home. I know they're not a great team. They're not going anywhere. Don't worry about it. But against the Buffalo Bills, I'm taking the Jets. I would have taken, taken the Jets minus 9.5 points. That's how bad the Bills are. Give me a Jets.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you. Especially, especially if Peterman starts, I would have taken him double digits too. Absolutely. Everybody's starting to shit on Darnold and think that he sucks now. That's like the popular hot take out there. That's so, what you do.
1: You either blame the coach or blame the quarterback. That's right.
0: It. So, uh, you know, I'm a Darnold guy. I think Sammy's going to come back and play well in this game. He hasn't – the rookie role, rookie quarterbacking is always a roller coaster. We even saw this with Wentz. They got off to that hot start his rookie season, and then they kind of fell apart. Mm-hmm. And so, it's always a roller coaster quarterbacking as a rookie. Darnold experienced the high at the start. Now he's gone through some lows. I think he'll come back up against a Bills defense that's talented, but a defense that's on the field entirely – too often because their quarterback play is just garbage and Nathan Peterman's more likely to throw touchdowns to the other team than he is to his (laughs) own I mean it's dude it's bad
1: it's bad all right so we all got the Jets not really much else to say about that minus seven and a half uh got the got the computer up we got the computer up we're good nice all Uh, right Detroit heads out to Chicago Soldier Field the Bears are minus six and a half points (sighs) this is a tough game this is a tough, tough game to pick. Detroit is definitely on uh, the, the, that downward slide right now. That's what I hate, they've been I hate shown. This line, and it, it's a tough line. And it, let me tell you something: if it's seven and a half, I'm taking Detroit all day. But, but the game's at Soldier Field. Chicago's defense is on another freaking level. They're still good with even without Cleo Mack. I mean, that's how scary they are. Trubisky's starting to move the football. He's getting cocky on the field. He's a little shit. He is uh, a fucker, isn't he? Oh, he totally is, <laughs> dude. He totally I, is.
0: For a guy that kind of sucks, like he
1: he is a little he, shit. He out and there. he thinks he's Peyton Manning, dude. He's got he thinks <laughs> yeah. he's got the skills of Peyton Manning, but he's got like the swag of like he's like his own man. He's like he's his <laughs> own stupid ass swag. It's like, dude, you're Mitch Trubisky. Oh, relax. I know.
0: Like, dude, you started like twelve games at North Carolina, God. and you looked like crap. You last got lucky year.
1: number two pick. Like, just a little, just asshole. Anyway, I'm taking the Bears uh, six and a half. I'm telling you. I need to see more from Matthew Stafford. Uh, they're still trying to figure out their post Golden Tate season. You know, they get Bruce Ellington from uh, free agency, and they sign Zach Center. They get rid of uh, Amir Abdullah. Not really, didn't like it really matters. I mean, you got Kerryon Johnson and like Garrett Blunt with your backfield, right. Theo Riddick, but. To me, Detroit's still figuring out a lot, and this is a tough place to play. It's only six and a half. Uh, again, it has a whole point difference. If it's seven and a half, Detroit all day. But in this instance, I'm not going to make it a lock. I'm not going to tell you to bet it. But if I had to pick a winner, I would take Chicago minus six and a half.
0: I would, too. I think that they, boy, I think they hit this naggy higher out of the park. That, I mean, that guy has taken Mitch, who is nowhere near the talent level. Mitch of the, the bitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we can kind of like bond over our hatred.
1: For <laughs> I just can't stand him. It, I have nothing, nothing he's done to me, or like I just I hate his swag because he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> deserve to have swag. He's a second year yeah. player that hasn't done shit.
0: Yeah, that's that's my thing too. Is like I, I've noticed the whole cockiness to it. Yeah. I have never really like came what out. The hell and is this said guy's it. deal? I just I never understood it. And he was like his very first start. He was pu- like quieting the crowd at Lambeau, <laughs> I know. and then lost the game. God. So like yeah,
1: he's such a douche. But.
0: I digress. The The Nagy hire, I think, has been outstanding. He has made Mitch, who we can all pretty much agree, of the new quarterbacks in the last two, three years, it's not even arguable. He's not as good as Wentz. He's not as good as Goff, Mahomes, Watson. He's not as good as any of those guys, and Nagy's making him look pretty good. He schemes dudes wide open. I wish the Packers could have a shot at hiring him yeah. uh, this offseason because he he's really good. And I hate this line, but I'm going to take Chicago too. And I don't like giving points when I think the other team has a chance to win the football game. And I would not be surprised to see the Lions oh, win neither. the football game. Yeah, but it's I, at home. That's the only thing. Yeah, I ultimately think the Bears will are are the they have a little bit better personnel. And although I think the Lions have maybe an edge, honestly, offensively is certainly with personnel. Mm-hmm. But I think the Bears will be still be able to put up points on Patricia and. Yeah, they they are on. They're not playing their best football right now. So I again, I don't love it like you, but I'll take the take a Chicago, bigger pardon.
1: All right, so Zach and I go with Chicago. Big Web going with Detroit. He's taking the Lions uh, plus six and a half. Again, I don't hate that pick. It's a tough game. We we mentioned all these games this week very very tough to pick. Uh, we move on to another noon game. Washington heading out to Tampa Bay. Bucks are minus two and a half points at home. This is also tough and scary. Uh, I hate hate picking either for or against the Buccaneers, because they always seem <laughs> to screw me. I'll tell you why. The Bengals game. Two weeks ago, the Bengals game. This week, Carolina, again, up like they did against oh. Cincinnati, up 21 nothing and almost gave up the spread. They were yeah. only – let me tell you something. The Buccaneers, before Cam got that last touchdown pass – were within a half point. They were down 21 points, Carolina minus six and a half, and the Bucks were down by seven. This is what scares me about Ryan Fitzpatrick. This is what scares me about being at home and about picking against them or with them. That's why I will not take this as a lock. I, will not, I would never put any money down. I would not put jelly beans down for this game because I hate picking Tampa Bay football games. With that being said, I'm taking Washington. Plus two and a half points. I think they're the better <laughs> football team. Again... The Bucs are a team that has let up a lot of early touchdowns, a lot of early scores. And to me, Washington's defense has a little bit more swagger than the Panthers. I mean, the Panthers may have a better defense, but they also give up late points against a lot of teams, I feel like. I think Washington's defense is more stout. They will be able to travel better than I think a lot of other teams. So if, again, Tampa will allow Washington to give up by 14 points, I don't think the Redskins are giving up that, that score and that lead. So give me Washington. Uh, I don't love the pick, again, because Tampa Bay sucks, and I hate picking any game that they're involved with. So give me the Washington Redskins because of that factor and because I think they'll get an early lead. That's enough.
0: The, this is one spread I actually kind of like. I don't know why. I mean, I understand because of what you said that they have covered a lot of these games late. I mean, they're 3-5, and five, and the, and I'm getting points with the Redskins. I That's especially in a week with a lot of tough games this is one I didn't have to think too much about now you're right Tem- Tampa Bay could backdoor this it's it's going to be hard to i mean they're going to have to win by 3 to do it so they'll have to win the football game they have this weird strategy dude where they fall behind like 21 nothing lull the team to sleep think they've won and then like you said everybody's playing prevent and FitzPatrick's just dinking and dunking yeah. his way down the field the entire second half and you're <sighs> like Dude, give me a break I know, already. I know it's so, annoying,
1: but, man. So he's another guy that pisses me off. No reason. He's a good <laughs> quarterback. I just I don't like Fitzie. Oh dude, I like Fitz. Uh, I I like Fitz magic.
0: Yeah. I, I like him better than Jameis at least. Yeah. But uh, the Redskins, like you said, they're the better football team. They're five and three now. I picked them to get to six and two. That was a little too good to be true for the Washington Redskins, yeah. led by Alex Smith and Jay Grin to get to six and two. But I think they'll get to six and three. They have a chance, a real chance here to kind of take hold of this division. You need seven and two. Well they oh they're six and two, right? No, they're five and three now. I think could have gotten six. Oh, I think you said, oh, think you said
1: they're never mind. I heard wrong. I think you said they're they are six and three or six and two. I don't know. Whatever. I, <laughs> I heard probably wrong. did
0: a poor job explaining oh, it. Funny. But the I I think they're the better team. I think that they will get to six and three this week with a win over Tampa Bay and their underdogs. So that's just gravy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh so Zach and I have Washington, again, big web going against us. He's got the Bucks. He likes that uh Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's taken in the last three weeks.
0: Well, yeah, he took him. I think Cincinnati. Him in Cincinnati, that, that's why he loves yes, him. That's he why he's him there. Up, that's what the video is from, right? No,
1: that's absolutely uh, yeah. the the GIF, GIF, whatever you call it. That's where that's from. He's uh, celebrating his Tampa Bay covered late. That's gold, by the so way. What you like? Love. Oh, it's gold. We'll, we'll play it a bunch. Whatever big web hits another lock, we'll do that every week. Yeah, when he hits a go. lock, we'll play that. Uh, moving on. So again, Washington, Washington Bucks. Dad's got the Bucks. We move on. Arizona taking on Kansas City. This. Is interesting. Not the game. The game's going to be stupid dumb, but the spread, Zach. The biggest spread we've had here in 2018. Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals are getting 16 and a half big ol' whopping points. Wow. Um, you know, Big Web mentioned this off the air to me today. He made a good point saying we knew this is going to happen eventually. There's these these big time favorites like the Rams for a lot a lot of teams, Kansas City against a lot of teams that just flat out. Are going to give up a lot of points one week. It's going to happen because Vegas is finally going to say, okay, these teams are blowing on everybody. They can't cover every game. We got to throw something out there that's crazy. I'm taking Arizona. I cannot bring myself to give someone 16 and a half points and just say, oh, okay, let's still take Kansas City because they're 8 and 1. Listen, the Browns played them tough last week for the first half. They were back and forth. I mean, they let the Browns move the ball a lot. That tells me one thing that we all probably know. The defense isn't great. Their defense is still very much uh, a question mark, in my opinion. I will say, however, people are going to go, TJ, they're on the road. I know they're at home. I know it's Arrowhead. 16 and a half points, though. Let me tell you something. If you're ever betting a spread like that and you're rooting for it, you basically need one, maybe two touchdowns from Arizona or 10 points scored, and you're looking pretty. Because to me in this game, I don't see Kansas City trying to Blow them out and score 40 points. I see them as a team that could get up by 20 and then coast and then run clock and then not worry because it's Arizona Cardinals. But then at the end of the game, when nothing matters, when they know they're going to win, but Vegas matters, Arizona can score a late touchdown and still cover the damn spread. That's what scares me. 16 and a half points. I don't see the Chiefs going crazy here. I see them getting a comfortable win. Arizona getting a late score enough to cover that makes it enough for me. Give me Arizona plus sixteen and a half. I I don't think I've ever said sixteen and a half. That's crazy, that's, crazy.
0: Yeah, that's nuts. I I can't I can't lay that. I can't do it either. You change your mind? You had Kansas City, didn't you? I we were talking about it at the restaurant, and I was I was back and forth on. I hadn't picked it yet. I'm picking the Cardinals. Wow, it, it, sixteen and a half, dude. That's a lot of points, man. It's too much. It's a lot of points. Too much. And I'm picking the cardinals mainly because of kansas city's defense i i mean they're not good they're they are no. a liability especially when they get into the playoffs that's going to be a huge talking point for all the pundits uh, can this defense hold up in the playoffs because brady will beat you 43 40 right <laughs> like like he did uh in the regular season matchup i also think rosen's pretty darn good if i had my pick of any of them I would have picked Rosen in this past draft. Hmm. I think he's really good. He's the best thrower of the football. I think Steve Wilkes stinks. He is not a good head coach. I think he needs to be one and done probably. Yeah. And they they have decent. They have really good leadership with Larry Fitzgerald. That Christian Kirk kid from Texas A and is a nice slot weapon. He came into the league obviously with Rosen, and I think that they have formed a little bond and a little connection. Uh, I I like the offense enough to cover 16-and-a-half, like you said. I do not doubt that Patrick Mahomes is going to light up the Cardinals, but 16-and-a-half, yeah. this is the NFL, man. I, I, I can't do it. I don't think I ever will. So we both go with Arizona. Guess what? Big Web's taking Kansas City. He's
1: going out on a limb and saying they will cover 16-and-a-half. It could happen, but that is just... That's too much sweating for me. That's just too much to worry about there. I'd rather pick yeah. the points and be up 16-and-a-half to nothing when the game starts. I just Something tells me... We got a good shot there.
0: Right. Well well also too, like look at just look at personnel. Like you have Kirk, who's a nice slot guy. You have Fitzgerald who's done it forever. You have David Johnson and you have You could uh, sneak away
1: with a touchdown or ten points, and then you're looking pretty good. Right. Yeah. Like imagine they, if they went up imagine if they went up ten yeah. nothing to start and they go the whole first quarter shutting out the Chiefs. It could happen. They're not a perfect football team. No, yeah, yeah. And you just oh, sure it's yeah. a lot of I, points I, man. I
0: can't I, mean, I Big Webb's gonna be sweating that
1: one. <laughs> So uh, me and Zach take Arizona. Big web going with Kansas City. Huge spread. Move on. This is a this is a good game. New Orleans taking on Cincinnati. Uh, Bengals are plus four and a half. I'm actually shocked this is this low. I am very shocked this is this low. I thought they were going to go ahead and give Cincinnati like six and a half. Uh, they're giving four and a half, however, to the number one team in the NFL. Uh, power rankings wise, I think we can all agree after beating the Rams, New Orleans is the better team, uh, is the best team in the NFL. Sorry, Bengals now uh, had a bye week last week. They are 1-2 in their last three games, losing to Pittsburgh, losing to Kansas City, 45-10, and then beating Tampa Bay, 37-34. They have been very, very good at home. They've been pretty good beating Miami, beating Tampa, and beating Baltimore. They're 3-0 and in Cincinnati, scoring a lot of points, 34 against Baltimore, uh, scoring 27 against Miami. I, mentioned, I forgot to mention, they did lose to Pittsburgh at home, 28-21. But then they beat Tampa Bay 37-34. The team scores points. This is going to be a huge, huge scoring game. This is going to be amazing. Take the over by a mile. The fact that it's going to be a shootout, New Orleans always seems to come out on top of those shootouts. And now they're starting to play better on the road, too. I know they're a different team in the Superdome, but they still are a good road team now. Uh, I'm going to take New Orleans. I mean, minus 4.5. I think the spread's too low. I think it should be 6.5, maybe even 7.5 to make it really interesting. The best team in football, i got to give them less than a touchdown, even on the road. Best offense, shootout. Drew Brees comes on top over Andy Dalton. So give me New Orleans.
0: I'm going to take New Orleans, too. And you know that I am not a fan of picking these NFC South teams on the road. I picked the Ravens when uh, the Saints played Baltimore. That game proved a lot to me about uh, how good a football team the Saints are. Uh, And obviously, they're not nearly as good on the road. But here's one thing that's kind of weird that actually mattered to me a little bit. The Bengals play on turf still. They don't play on an, on that natural grass surface, which I think the Saints struggle playing on natural grass. Mm-hmm. They still play on turf, and so, especially depending on the weather, I think the Saints will still play pretty fast oh, yeah. uh, offensively. They love playing on turf, and and they I think that they'll still have a lot of success in this game. The Bengals' defense is not that great, and you're right, they have scored a lot of points, but... Less than a touchdown, Saints are 7-1. and one. I just think the Saints are a much better football team than the Bengals. and So, yeah, give me the Saints in this one. I still haven't totally bought into the Bengals as a potential playoff team.
1: All right, so uh, we all take the Saints. Big Webb agrees with us this time, and a uh, clean sweep against the Cincinnati Bengals. Could be a trap game, though. Could be very scary because that offense could move the ball, and New Orleans defense is their only big-time question mark, even though they played well at times against the Rams last week. It's still all about that offense. So you never know. It's going to be tough. Uh, we move on to another noon game, New England, take it on Tennessee. The Titans are getting seven and a half points at home. I don't know what it is about Vegas and the and these lines and CBS Sports or whoever the case may be, just trusting in the Titans. I just don't I don't see it, man. I don't see a lot of talent on that team. I think they're a very bad team. They're four and four. They sneak away with little wins. I mean, their wins have all been, besides the one against Dallas, have all been by three points. Week two, when they, won, when they won three straight between two and four, they beat Houston twenty seventeen, beat Jacksonville 9-6, and they beat Philly 26-23 in overtime. I know those are some good teams you're talking about beating right there, but that was before Houston started getting going. That was before we knew Jacksonville probably isn't as strong as we thought they were, right. and that was when Philly was just kind of getting Carson Wentz back in in the swing of things. So when you look at that, I don't really take that as a big deal. The one thing I do see though, is them only losing by one to the chargers back in week seven, 2019, but they've also been shut out by Baltimore. They also lost to Buffalo. Um, God, I just don't know. I don't know anything about the Titans. All I know is the Patriots are way better than they are. And the fact that this spread is under nine and a half points is a joke to me. I think, I mean, after they played what they did last week against green Bay, I thought even on the road, new England would be, way more favor than this is right now seven and a half is nothing give me give me tom brady and the boys i just don't see them moving the ball uh the titans moving the ball well against new england and this should be a laughable easy easily one game to me
0: yeah i'm with you i'm taking the patriots as well i struggled with it a little bit more than you did i thought this is a game where it feels like the pats sometimes drop these every once in a while but we're into November now. The Pats are rolling, 7-2. and two. They're playing pretty good football. Their defense is starting to play a lot better, too, which is a trait of theirs. They usually they suck in the beginning, and everybody's like, oh, the Pats' defense is garbage. And by playoff time, it's like, no, oh, Pats' defense is pretty good. Not maybe bad, not, not bad. Maybe not top 10, but they're top half in the league. But I, I ultimately don't trust the Titans' offense like you mentioned. I thought them get going into Jerry World and getting a win was pretty impressive. But – Ultimately, I think it's more about the Cowboys' dysfunction and them sucking more than anything else. Uh, I'm gonna pick pick the hoodie and uh, p- pick the Pats. Uh, seven and a half is it's a little rich for me for the Pats on the road. But uh, oh yeah, I just don't trust Marcus Mariota to put up points on this uh, on this Pat's defense that just held Aaron Rodgers and that offense to what was it, seventeen?
1: I believe so. Yes, yeah,
0: that's that's pretty impressive. I thought
1: very impressive. And how just annoying is it that the same storyline has happened where we all go, it's Brady's done, he's done, he's over, and, and then you got guys like Portnoy and 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 the Barstool guys and some of the big time Patriots fans saying, just wait, just wait. The idiots hey. just wait and then he comes out and they they go on a tear. It's unbelievable how good Tom Brady is yeah. at his age. It's it's almost annoying and I like Tom Brady, but the fact that he can't he just like he shows that he might be done. Okay, maybe Tom Brady sucks now. Nope, just kidding. He's going to win another Super Bowl. It's, it's, you know they're going to be in the Super Bowl. You know it. You just know there's going to be a way. It just. You see me getting fired up because it's amazing to me about how good Kansas City is. And they will still find a way to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they, yes, will they will still find a way to get past them it. and still get the Super Bowl. I don't know if they'll win because the NFC is stacked. New yeah. Orleans, I think it better be New Orleans and the Rams and the NFC Championship. You may see a little Carolina Panthers sneak into there, possibly maybe maybe Packers if they may I don't uh, even know if the Packers are going to make the playoffs going. Uh we'll talk about that in a second. I got a hot take in a minute. Um but my god. Anyway, just the Patriots are uh, incredible. It's just so it just amazes me every yeah. single year to see them start the way they do. Okay, Brady's old. He's done, and then just do what they. Do. It's it's freaking crazy. Gronk Gronk's been out too. Gronk hasn't even played the last two, yeah. two weeks. Don't even need him. Amazing. They have a better record without
0: Gronk than they do with him. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, God,
1: Jacksonville heads out to Indianapolis. The Colts are minus three and a half points. <sighs> wow, Jags. Since starting out three and one, Zach, they are zero and yeah. four. They've given up Dang. at least twenty points to each team they played. They gave up 30 to Kansas City, 40 to Dallas, 20 to Houston, 24 to Philly. They take on Indianapolis, a team that knows how to score. I mean, what happened to this defense? We don't know don't what know. happened to the defense. We don't know what the hell's going on. They're on the road in Indianapolis. I'm going to give them one more shot. I'm giving Jacksonville after the bye week to hopefully get a nice kick in the keister and realize, yeah, we're still a pretty good football team. We know that Zach and TJ and Big Webb all picked us to go to the damn Super Bowl, yeah. and here we are as a crap team, this is where they bounce back, Zach. And if they don't, you know, just God Almighty Himself will just show me that I do not need to pick Jacksonville ever again. So give me him one last time. Jacksonville plus three and a half. You got to beat, you got to beat the Colts. If you can't beat the Colts and you're getting points, just walk away. Just quit forever.
0: Yeah, I had a tough time with this spread. Who would have thought week one that the Colts would be favored by more than a field goal? Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yikes yeah crapsonville uh they have not looked good like you i mean you you highlighted it already i'm gonna pick the colts (laughs) are you really yeah yeah i i really thought about picking the jags but fuck them man (laughs) they i'm done i'm over it i don't think they're not gonna make the playoffs you know what that means
1: now they're gonna cover this week they're gonna
0: win yeah probably but they're not making the playoffs and i i actually do i bought into this Colts Andrew Luck thing a little bit I think Frank Frank Reich is turning out to be a pretty darn good head coach I think that maybe there's a blessing in disguise a little bit that uh, McDaniels turned that job down because, yeah dude he looks pretty good I mean Absolutely. I don't know how much Colts you've got to watch I, I watch him here and there and I don't know, man. They like they move the ball look, pretty well. They look like a competent football team to me on
1: offense and how not about, on defense.
0: How about the Darius Leonard kid, the middle linebacker that led the NFL in tackles? Might win defensive rookie of the year. He really might. He, it's they've they hit this draft out of the park with Quentin Nelson and that kid. And so, yeah, I'll will t- take the Colts. I'll, I'll I'll bet on them till they prove me wrong.
1: All right. So uh, we were a Jags podcast week. One week, two week, three, and now uh, I'm the only one with Jacksonville. So, uh, yeah, hey, going you're away. You're faithful. You're loyal. I am, but this is my last chance. This is their last shot. If they screw me, see ya. They, you know, the I, I won't problem? take them against the damn Cardinals. I won't take them against anybody. <laughs> if they screw me this week,
0: you know the problem though. Too is if they do cover for you and you're the only one that took them, you're going to be so you're going to be like too far back on the bandwagon. That's the problem. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. That, that is that's a fair fair assessment there. I take Jacksonville. Zach and Dad take Indianapolis. Last noon game we have, Atlanta on the road uh, to Cleveland. Cleveland's minus 4.5 points, losing last week to Kansas City by 16. Oh, my God, the Atlanta Falcons are on fire, baby. After their bye week, they had a big win against Washington, 38-14. Since they started, Zach, 1-4. Everybody said, what the hell is wrong with the Atlanta Falcons, their defense? My God, in four straight weeks – I'm sorry, three straight weeks, gave up 43 to New Orleans – 37 to Cincinnati, 41 to Pittsburgh. After that, yeah, they've given up some points. Yeah, they've been in some games, but they get a big win against Tampa, score 34 points, scored 23 against New York Giants, scored 38 against Washington. They are back. The Falcons could be... The big surprise team, and if it wasn't for New Orleans, they might win the division. They will get a wild card spot, I believe. I think they're that good. They're really? finally, they're finally rolling. They're finally rolling. If that defense can just hang on a little bit, don't need to do much. Just hang on. Let Matt Ryan do his thing. Julio Jones finally got in the end zone last week. Their offense is on fire. I love them in this game. The little sneak peek. They're going to be my lock of the week. Getting or excuse me, minus four and a half. It's not big enough. Cleveland's still not a good team. We all know this. Cleveland still has a lot to prove. I know they're better at home, but please give me Atlanta minus four and a half. Please take it to the bank. Please make it my lock of the week. God bless America.
0: Falcons are rolling. You you said it. And here's what's kind of crazy. If the Browns hadn't fired Hugh and Haley, I'd have picked them. I really would have. You would have taken the Browns. I would have taken the Browns. Uh, they have so much dysfunction. That's why I can't pick them. But uh, I'm, I'm going to pick the Falcons. But I, I think the Browns, like, have decent enough pieces. I think that they should, in theory, be able to cover four and a half against the Falcons. But, again, it's like there's so much dysfunction in that organization constantly. And I'm, I'm not saying that Hughes should have kept his job long term. I would have canned him after 0-16. I don't know how you keep your job after 0-16. And... But but when you have the rookie, you ha- like who's calling plays? They named some weird dude that's taking over the offense, I guess. And it it is just an absolute clown show in Cleveland. I said that last week, but boy, man, it is it's it's ugly. So yeah, give me the Falcons. Uh, I think the Browns have the the personnel to cover this, but I I think they're too much of a of a mess upstairs.
1: All right, so. Uh- I am going with Atlanta. Zach's going with Atlanta and Big Webb also going with the Atlanta Falcons. Next up, first three o'clock game, we have the LA Chargers going on the road to the Oakland Raiders. Raiders are getting nine and a half points. I was on the Raiders just to go with a total underdog stupid pick. And I looked at the record. I go and I looked at like every rundown score because I just knew how bad they were. But I said, no, nah, maybe they'll bounce back this week. It's a divisional game. Fuck that! They're they horrible. <laughs> God, they got their ass kicked last week. I forgot how bad they lost. Thirty-four to three, lost to Indy, lost to Seattle, lost to L.A. earlier this season by sixteen. Lost to Miami, lost to Denver, lost to L.A. The only team they beat was the Cleveland Browns. They put forty-five uh, points, but they still gave up forty-two points to the Cleveland Browns. Won that game in overtime. Raiders are shit. I can't believe I even Ra- thought about taking They Should
0: have lost them. that game if the Browns kicker would have made a field goal. Right? I know.
1: I know. I. God, they're bad. But I, I really thought at home divisional game they'd come to play. Now that I look at it, Chargers are a very good football team. Uh, if it was ten and a half, I'd think about taking Oakland, but it's not. So give me L.A. They'll win by ten.
0: Yeah, I would have picked them if it was fifteen. I <laughs> it was dude, fifteen. <laughs> the, the Raiders are awful. I had we picked. Uh, I picked. Uh, 49ers on the podcast and found out Nick Mullins was starting Switched it to the Raiders and they still found a way to support. Mullins was looked good, too. They still I found know he was against the Raiders, shaft. but he looked good. Yeah, I, I know. And Kyle Shanahan, that that's a coaching testament to him. Round of applause for Kyle Shanahan and yeah. him ready to play. Uh, yeah, the Raiders are bad, man. Ch- Chucky's boys, they are... Yeah, not much more. I don't have a whole lot of analysis. No, it's They're, okay. They, they suck. They freaking blow.
1: They blow. Alright, so we all go with the Chargers. Big shocker there. Uh, almost, I try I just try to go a little different I try to make that big pick that shocks everybody and uh I shocked myself because I didn't even want to take it uh <laughs> we move on to another three o'clock game Miami heading out to Green Bay uh, the pack are minus nine and a half points tough loss last week to uh the best team in the NFL in the AFC if you don't count the Chiefs you like that <laughs> yeah there you New go. England Patriots uh no but anyway Green Bay at home I'm taking them. You want a little hot take right here? Yeah, I was here?
0: gonna say I, you teased it earlier in the show, I, and I didn't forget about. It. I want to hear this hot take. I
1: don't. Got. I don't want uh, to really break down this game much. All I want to talk about is uh, the standing of Mr. Mike McCarthy. If they lose this game, Mike McCarthy is gone, straight up.
0: You think they're canning him? They
1: can him. If they lose to Maybe? the Miami Dolphins at home, he is fired. Yes, that's what <sighs> that was. What I think. Oh, think, well, about, actually, think about that it. That would be ugly. Think about it. Three. If they lose this game. They go to 3-5-1. and one. Chicago and, and Minnesota, two teams, uh, Minnesota's on a bye. Chicago could win this week against Detroit. We have them mainly, uh, between our panels, said so that we're, they're going to win the game. It goes to 6-3. and three. The Lions, if they lose, will go to 3-6, and six, but it's almost like you're counting them out. If you put them at 3-5-1, and one, at this point, after Week 10, I think he's gone. I truly do. And maybe as a Packers fan, you might be completely different. They might give him the full benefit of the doubt, maybe give him the full season. I think it is that bad in Green Bay that Rodgers would be leading the pack to go with was some spears and some been. and and some full armor and everything heading to his office telling him to get the hell out of Green Bay. I really think that could happen.
0: Yeah, if they lost to the Dolphins, it'd
1: you got to do bad. something. You got. I mean, Rodgers so, in his prime, you got to do something.
0: So I've been watching the Packers my whole life, and. I don't. I think that they made up their mind a while ago. I mean, it, it's over. He's getting canned after after the year.
1: Unless unless they like make it to the Super Bowl or something crazy, I'm guessing.
0: Even then, I wouldn't want to see him keep him. I'm telling. Like, what they, if they
1: win the whole thing? What, they, what okay, if they? You'd, you have to.
0: Keep him <laughs> but d- yeah, but anything shy of like winning the NFC or making to the NFC Championship, he's gone. It's a done deal. The writing was on the wall. I think before the san francisco game and it was yeah. cemented when they almost lost to san fran it's been further cemented in the fact that i really think they could have beat the both the rams and the pats they were there yeah and it's just i there's coaching all over it's co. if you watch the game from the packers perspective you realize like there's no reason we shouldn't be winning these football games. The defense, it, it, it looks just eye test wise, it's the best it's looked since they made it to the Super Bowl. I ne- have never seen the Packers defense play that well against good offenses like Gurley and Goff, and yep. they they shut Brady down for a while. And it's just, I mean, dude, Pettin is coaching his ass off. Mm-hmm. Like that guy's awesome. If for, I know that they, he was brought in because of some familiarity with McCarthy, but. Please, God, let us retain that guy because he <laughs> rocks, man. That Their, their defense is going to give Rodgers a shot if they keep him. But I think as much as I would like to see him go, I don't think no matter what happens, they're going to get rid of him. Is that season. right? I just don't think that that's – and i don't mean to like i'm not saying trying to put the packers on a pestle it's just not their style they
1: said the same thing about i'm just put i know it's a totally different sport but i i said the same thing about the st louis cardinals yeah i know it's i know it's completely a weird comparison in, in, but i'm just saying as a fan of the team yeah a team, I said, nope. They will they will let Matheny sink. They He'll will right fire him at the him. end of the year. Right, they, I was surprised hired, by that too. They by fired way. Schilt, and then an also interesting thing is they re-signed Schilt for two years before the season's over. That shocks me that they didn't even try to look for another coach or another manager. I mean, I know he did great, but to sign him before the year was even over is bananas to me for two years. Anyway, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I get your your premise as a fan because I was there earlier this year, but then the Cardinals fired Matheny. I go, all right. I don't know anything about any organization. About they can do whatever they want.
0: I wouldn't be mad about it. It's just, I mean, you are literally saying, "Okay, we are folding on this season." Then I don't. But, I, so, I disagree
1: with that. I really do. I think an interim coach, because I think all you have to do is get the team on the right track. You know, forget the coach. I mean, I think if McCarthy leaves, there'll be a lot more happiness. If, if I was, what I'm hearing and, and seeing on the field is true, it's true. If, I can if it's that. true, then I'd make the change tomorrow. I'm really? serious, man. I think and they have what, enough talent to ma- go. Oh, I don't know.
0: Interim, or I have, they have Joe Philbin as the OC. I have no They've idea who you make it coaches. From.
1: I think anybody except McCarthy right now would make that team better because I think Rodgers would be happier, and the whole team would just play right. better. It's crazy how that stuff works. No, yeah, it really know, does. Right. But, I
0: mean, with Schilt, they the team lit up at once. Shilt, yeah, yeah. And
1: I it. I know amazing. it's different sports, so I don't want to be that guy to but, take. Oh, it's MLB, it's NFL, it's different. I get it. What I'm saying is, if they beat Miami, nothing changes. If they lose to Miami, fire him. Yeah. He's done. That's what I yeah. think. Hot I mean, tip. I
0: mean, I've wanted them to fire him for a while. I I certainly wouldn't be mad. I just I'd be surprised if it happens, okay. I guess. That's I, fair. That's fair. you know what though? Goot is the new manager, Brian Gudekinst, and I think he's he's a bit of a high roller, man. I I wouldn't be surprised they Pushes patience a little too hard. The only reason, too, is I think it's going to be a selling point to the next head coach. Yeah. Because they can go and see, be like, hey, man, we did right by McCarthy. We knew it was time and we were going to can him long before this, but we let him play it out and we let him, we gave him every chance to succeed and right the ship. And yeah. like, you'll get that same opportunity as well. I, I think that that. That you create a little dysfunction doing that. That's the only reason I that's think. That's fair.
1: He no, that's fair. Okay. So with that being said, who do you take in this game?
0: Uh, I mean, I'll take the Packers. I don't yeah. feel great about it. No. Okay. <laughs> that's
1: fair. So we all take the Packers. You got, you got anything else? I mean, honestly, it, it's no. Miami's I, not good. They they should they should blow them out. They should kill them. They really should. But Miami Miami is sneaky. Miami is sneaky. But I'm taking Green Bay too. I
0: need to. I need to. You know, another thing. I need to get off. Fucking Twitter when I when the Packers are playing, <laughs> I gotta get off Twitter. Uh, yeah, yeah, you get a little, a little angry. Dude, I get, dude. I just can't. I like this the stuff I watch. Like I watch film all the time now with Pro Football Focus, and the stuff I see McCarthy do, like the decisions he makes, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, because yeah. these two games were so big for them, and as a fan of the team, like you sit there and you watch, and I I fully expected to get blown out by both of them, and they had a chance, probably should have won both of them. Mm -hmm. It's a fumble by Aaron Jones, it's Ty Montgomery bringing the kick out, and it's Mike McCarthy running stupid-ass dives inside the one, and... His play calling is atrocious. They're running a vanilla offense. He's, rogers is getting no help. Yeah I, yeah, I need to get off Twitter because McCarthy <laughs> drives me
1: nuts. All right, so we're all taking the Green Bay Packers in this one. Moving on, our last 3 o'clock game, we got Seattle taking on the L.A. Rams. The Rams are minus 10.5 points after suffering their first loss of the season to the New Orleans Saints. I think this is a slam dunk underdog pick. I'm taking Seattle. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot closer than 10.5. I am shocked after the game that they played back in Week 5. The Rams beat them 33-31. Again, I know that was in Seattle. It's a different animal. But LA's home... Crowd is nothing compared to Seattle's home crowd. To me, like the Rams play good at home because of the Rams. It has nothing to do. To me, maybe it's a different feel with the they just like being at home or whatever. whatever, No trip
0: playing at the Coliseum. Uh, Yeah,
1: but whatever the case may be, it has nothing to do with the fans. I I really don't think the fans in L.A. are that vibrant that it really pumps up the Rams. I think it's just because they don't have to travel. It's just a different setting, so they play a little better at home. With that being said, though, they only beat Seahawks by three or by two. And they let the Seattle Seahawks put 31 points on them. 31 points. And the way that New Orleans moved the ball last week, I think this defense is kind of sputtering a little bit. I think they're kind of, they have their back, backs against the wall, saying how good are we really in this situation. I think Seattle's going to jump on a little bit. I see this being a field goal game. I would see this being a scary game for L.A. into the fourth quarter. I think even if the Rams will get away and score a late touchdown and put them up by ten, again this spread at ten and a half that's shocks a half. me. You're right. I thought seven and a half, eight and a half, maybe for Seattle. Ten and a half—that's a big, big extra point, I got an extra couple points there. I'm going to take Seattle. I like yeah. them in this game, and I, I really think they're going to cover this. I do.
0: I, I, th- I, I like the pick. So I, I mean, I am going to take the Rams, but I like the pick. I, it's a division game, yeah, like you mentioned. Right. Like they played them tough. The they play last up. Time. They play
1: up to the Rams all the time. They yeah. always play up to the Rams right. every time.
0: And you make a. Really Really good point about the Coliseum is practically like a home away from home game for the Packers when they went there. Like, yeah, yeah. Goff gets sacked and the place just explodes. There's a
1: million. <laughs> There's a ton of Packers fans there. Right. Ton of them.
0: Well, we'll see if the twelfth man travels. I ultimately, I think the Rams are actually going to bounce back from the Saints loss and play pretty hard. Mm-hmm. I think actually, maybe had they beaten the Saints, I would have picked the Seahawks. But because of they've now lost, I feel like that has. I
1: kind, thought about that. Kind yeah.
0: of. Maybe has woken them up a little bit. I, again, like I like your pick. Th- this line sucks. Like when I say I hate the lines, this 10 and is a it. tough. And you made the point, you already took the words right out of my mouth. You're like, give me give, man, give me the Rams by like a touchdown. Like yeah. I'd feel way better about it. But.
1: Seven and a half, I could definitely see taking the Rams. Ten and a half, ten and a half is a lot of points. Yeah. Against I mean, Seattle. That, They're not a bad team. Seattle moves the ball too. Yeah. They, they move the ball against Detroit. They move the ball. Uh, on the road against L. A. They didn't they didn't get the late touchdown, but they had a chance. Right, they had the pass they're caught in, in the end zone, and it was on the two yard line. And the, and the receiver missed the ball. They score that, get a two point conversion. You're going to overtime against right. the Chargers. So yeah, they, they can move the football, but
0: they're they're not out of this yet. We said this a couple weeks ago. I undervalued the Seahawks. Yeah, a little sure. better than
1: we thought. They're yeah. a little
0: better than we thought. But I ultimately, dude, I. I'm gonna go with McVeigh and the Rams in in this one. I I think that they'll be able to score, and I and I do like them in the Coliseum. So, I I think it's actually I I like your pick. I. Th- Try to talk yourself out of it. This is an interesting <laughs> one. This is going to be an interesting one to watch because I could see it being close. But I, I'm i going to take the Rams. I wouldn't be surprised. Again, I, you're never going to be surprised if, to see the Rams put up a bunch of points. I think it's the second-best offense in the NFL, uh, aside from the Chiefs.
1: All right, so Zach goes with L.A., Dad goes with L.A., and I go with the Seattle Seahawks, plus 10.5. Next up, we move to Sunday Night Football. Dallas on the road takes on the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly minus 6.5 points. Um... Philly's off the bye week, right? They were on the bye week last week, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were. Dallas, um God, they're they're tough to pick, man. They really are. Cooper played well last week, though. Did get a touchdown. Got a touchdown in his first game as a Dallas Cowboy. Uh Dallas is three three and five this season. They're one of those teams that can scare you. They did lose to Tennessee by 14, however. Because of the fact that it's a div- divisional game, I know it's in Philly. Six and a half seems like a low spread. But off the bye, I think that Philly's going to have a tough time moving the ball, I have a feeling. And something tells me that you know Dallas is going to be more pumped up for this game because it's a divisional matchup, and that's why a divisional matchup will be usually against these two teams will be a three-point spread. Um, give me Dallas, plus 6.5. I think this is a pretty good pick, honestly. It's never easy going to Philly. And, and the thing is, though, if Philly was the team they were last year, the Super Bowl contender that they were, they're not that this year. They haven't shown that. If they were that type of team, this is a slam dunk pick. But to me, Philly is not a a fantastic team. They're they're a team that has a lot of question marks still and for some reason have not been able to get it going, had a Super Bowl hangover kind of, something like that going on for some reason. And because I feel that way, I'm going to take Dallas plus 6.5. Again, divisional matchup. should be fun. That's all I got. I I don't really have a great reason. I just for some reason have a gut feeling Dallas. Yeah, division game. I think Dallas will keep it within three.
0: And you look at the you look at the record too. You are what your record says you are, right? The old Bill Parcells. Yeah. So they're one game difference, <laughs> right? And boy, it feels like it's a lot more than that, but it's one game. Absolutely. Uh, I'm but it wasn't the, for the
1: Redskins. I mean, like they're right in this division. I mean, there's yeah. still and there's still a lot of football to play.
0: Yeah, a ton of football. I oh, I think the Cowboys suck. I, I don't think they're very good. <laughs> I, uh, watching enough. them on Monday night, man, I don't think they're very good. However, I do think that to your point. I could see this being just that one of those classic NFC East games. Not real pretty to watch. Not high scoring. Yeah, like eighteen to thirteen, like some weird number. I'm gonna take the Eagles because the math in my head says to take the Eagles. They have way better personnel than the Cowboys. I don't think Dak's very good. I think if you take away Zeke the offensive line's not as good as it was a couple years ago. It's easier to take him away. Eagles have a really good defensive front 7 especially on the D line. They should be able to match up with them just fine. That Dallas defense though, I tell you if there is one good thing about Dallas, that that defense is kind of for real. Yeah, they, for real. They got, playing better. got young guys all over the place and they're playing a lot better. So I could see them like you mentioned, just kind of ugly holding just around under a little 20. bit. Yep. But I i got to go with my gut. I'm going to take the Eagles, who I think are the better team, to get it back on track. I still think they have a, a pretty decent chance to win the NFC East if the Redskins slip up and falter, which I think is entirely possible.
1: All right, so Zach goes with Philly, and Big Web agreeing with me. Going with Dallas. I was shocked by that. I thought that was going to be my underdog pick. That uh, was I think gonna that be... is a little
0: bit of an underdog pick.
1: It definitely is, and I thought it was going to be the one that I was going to have by myself, but uh, Big Web goes with Dallas. There you go. Moving to Monday night, final game of the week. We go to the New York Giants. And the San Francisco 49ers, Niners are hosting, and they are minus three and a half points at home. Uh, the new quarterback, holy crap! I mean, like three it's touchdowns last good, week, yeah. like oh, Jesus. I mean, I know, I know, start it was, again? I know it was Oakland, but my God, what was yeah.
0: that? Is he going to start again?
1: I'm sure he would. Who else would? would well, it was Bre- it, it, Beathard?
0: Uh, well, Beathard was hurt. I think that's why. But Mowen I, I started, think you right? have
1: to after that game. You have to start. Why him. not
0: see what you got, right? Yeah, even if it
1: is Beathard though. Regardless in this game, I'm taking the Giants. Uh, I, I'm really? going. Uh, this is another. I'm going out on a limb. I know that, that shocks me. Plus three and a half points I have no real good reason for this one I, I just for some reason I think the Giants are gonna have one or two games I think they're gonna be a three four win team they're gonna suck they're gonna be a top five pick in the NFL draft but if something tells me they're gonna have a couple games where they're just gonna use all that talent and it's gonna just explode one game it's just gonna go off and for some reason to me it's the San Francisco game seems perfect. It's uh, it's, it's prime time. Why not show with Odell Beckham Jr. and your weapons that you can still have a little something, you can still have a little fire in your belly, and a lot of these games too that they've lost against good teams. Washington lost by a touchdown. Carolina lost on a last-second 64-yard field goal by Graham Gano. Lost Sorry, by
0: f- backdoor covers.
1: Beat Houston. Lost at Dallas by seven. Lost to Jacksonville by five in week one. This is a team that has been. Just riddled with horrible, horrible decisions at wrong times. Cannot finish out contests. It just seems to me like it's going to take one or two games for people to realize they still have talent on this football team. I know I'm just beating a dead horse. I know the Giants aren't a great football team, but they're good enough to hang around with the damn San Francisco 40 freaking Niners. And they're getting three and a half points. Give me the Giants.
0: Yeah, I, I, you make a good point. I, I think that I do see him at like three or four wins at the end of the year. Now, I I do kind of think they're a little bit of like the NFC Raiders. like A little bit, okay. That's fair. I think that they have less dysfunction. I think that Pat Shermer's going to end up being a better head coach than Gruden. but wow. you know, If if they let him stay around. I think Shermer's good offensive dude. I think he's just Eli's shot. He's shot fighter. Right. But, I am going to pick the 49ers and give the points. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Giants cover this. It's another tough game, tough matchup, tough Tough spread. week, tough week. But uh, regardless of who starts at quarterback for the 49ers, I think Shanahan is going to scheme up some points. I think they're going to win this football game. I actually think that this year, I don't think they have the better personnel. I think that this year, they're, they might be a better football team. I th- like At the end of the year, who do you think has more wins, Giants or Forty ers
1: What's what's the Forty the ers record again?
0: Two and seven. They're a game ahead of them. The two and actually. seven. I, so if the Giants uh, win this, then I think the
1: even. I, I, this is weird, but I think the winner of this game has a better record. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I think, actually think you're right. I think because for they, some they reason tied.
0: I, I basically
1: yeah. I don't know why, but I think whoever wins this game has a better record. Yeah, that's right I, So
0: I think I th- so I well I think because San the, ni- Fran the wins the game, if the so. Niners
1: win, they have three wins, and the Giants are still at one. If the Giants win. They have some actual like confidence, if that's a thing this season for for New York, yeah. but, but they do, so and then they're also one game or tied with the 49ers if they win. So well, it'll I mean, be
0: really interesting to see how they look in this game. I can't believe this game's Monday night. By the way, why, dude? You know,
1: you go from a Thursday night great matchup yeah. in that game. Why, why don't you hide a game like this? Back in the corner yeah, at like noon television. on Monday, when no one watches in the bar, it's like on that small TV yeah. that like one guy watches because he has like a huge bet because he he's a degenerate and bets the Giants. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just keep it away from prime.
0: Give time. me, give me Lions Bears on Monday night, or give me the Saints Bengals game. Yeah, these are just gross. So, yeah. So you taking or, or Cowboys Eagles? They're Sunday night. But yeah, I'm going I'm going to take the 49ers. I I think that they're they're a little bit better at this point. It'll be interesting to see how the Giants look cuz they're coming off a bye as well. So right. that, that I think that's a that's a point for picking the Giants for for you because they got two weeks to prepare for this. So we'll see. All right, so I got
1: Giants and uh Big Web and Zach going with the San Francisco 49ers. Then I'll do it for our week 10 picks. It's now time for our locks of the week. I'm four and four. Zach, big time, big time stretch, He's 7 and 2. Big Web 6-3. Uh, I will go first. I am taking Atlanta, minus 4.5. I really believe that's a small spread going into Cleveland. Their offense has been on fire. Atlanta looks so good. Just moving the ball. They look like the Falcons of old. They look like the Super Bowl uh, attendees that they were a couple years ago, which they should have won. 28-3, um, to three, never forget. I honestly think that this game is going to be a joke. I think they're going to win by 10 at least and uh, easily cover. So give me Atlanta as my lock of the week.
0: I am between 2 and literally, as we sit here, I'm trying to talk myself into one or the other, and I think the decision I'm gonna make is
1: give us a, give us the one you don't pick though, so we can remember this if they okay, cover okay. it.
0: No, so the the game's on between I'm between Redskins Bucks. I wow, I, I might I'm thinking about locking the Redskins Playing and i with between fire. Steelers Panthers actually. Ooh, another so, one. I know, crazy, right? Wow. I'm going to go with the Steelers on Thursday night. Wow. That's nuts, right? Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's nuts. I'm going to put them as my lock. I think four and a half. I think they can cover it. I think they can win. This feels like a game that...
1: Giving four and a half.
0: Yeah. Wow. I think that this feels like a game where Antonio Brown's going to just go nuts in prime time. I think that James Conner... You know, no Pittsburgh Steelers running back has ever put a 1,000... I think it's 1,080 scrimmage yards and 10 touchdowns together in the first half of a season for all the Le'Veon Bell stuff and all the great backs they've had there. Nobody has had as good a first eight games as James Conner at a pit. So, yeah, I'm going to take Steelers as a lock. That's crazy, right? I think that wow. Cam, although he's 14 been...
1: games to pick from, and you pick against Cam— I think it's
0: Cam. Yeah. Wow. Cam's inconsistent. Okay. He's been good the last three or four weeks, so I feel like this is a spot where he may struggle with Pittsburgh defense playing a little better. I don't I don't think there's a whole lot of lockable games on this board. Hey, you're
1: and the master. I'm not I'm not gonna go against uh, your picks. We'll I mean, see.
0: I also this gives me a little bit of rooting interest on Thursday night. That's part of the reason I don't really want to have to be watching the the damn Redskins Bucks <laughs> score all Sunday. I I, I like the Redskins Bucks game. I don't want to pick another freaking road team. I game. feel you. Okay. So, okay. I, yeah, but I'm I I really do feel good about the Steelers spread. I think I think it's pretty small. Like at four and a half. If if the I feel like there's a there's a very low chance the Steelers win the game and don't cover. Their spreads low enough to where. You know, it, it. You could lose by a field goal, of course. I suppose, or Panthers could backdoor cover four and a half. But I, I think the steel, the Steelers, will look good in this one.
1: All right. So Zach's going Pittsburgh minus four and a half is his lock. Big Webb six and three has a good stretch going. He takes New Orleans. Minus four and a half points. So uh that that should be a good one too. I think New Orleans against uh that's a good one. Against Cincinnati, I like that pick as well. So there you go. I got Atlanta minus four and a half. Zach has Pittsburgh minus four and a half. Big Webb has New Orleans minus four and a half. Before we wrap this one up, we have Big Webb's best four plays of the week. He was two and two last week. He's 21-15 and overall against the spread. Covered Chicago, minus 5.5. Covered Rams, or sorry, Rams plus 1.5. Lost that one. He had Green Bay, New England, over 56.5. Did not cover. And then Tampa Carolina, over 54.5. Killed that one. They scored 70 total points. So this week, we move into week 10 with his picks. He has New Orleans, minus 4.5. He's got New England, minus seven and a half points. Another game I liked. My Lock, Atlanta, minus four and a half. He'll take them as well. And then he'll take Thursday night as well, but he will not take a pick. He'll take the over. 52 is the over set, according to oddshark.com. That's Carolina and Pittsburgh. So once again, Big Webs, top four plays of the week, 21 and 15 overall this season. New Orleans, minus four and a half. New England, minus seven and a half. Atlanta, minus four and a half. And a Carolina Pittsburgh over. Fifty-two, and that will do it for the NFL show, pro football show to be named later. Uh, Zach, great show, man. Great, yeah, show. good show, great. Yeah, dude, good, good I,
0: do, I, I don't feel good about this lock, man. I'm looking at it, and I'm getting nervous already.
1: I'm getting nervous already. A, le- a last minute change? <laughs> are you are you staying? A last-minute change? I don't know, I mean, dude. some podcasters might have stopped. They said the show's over. We picked Pittsburgh. They might be betting Pittsburgh right now, Zach, because you're yeah. changing it.
0: No, I'm sticking with it. Okay. It can, you can't switch. That's a that's a girl move. So All right. Fair enough.
1: Okay. For Big Web, for Zach Zook, I'm TJ Weber. Good luck in Week 10. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.